Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. I am joined by the incredible Lisa Archer. Lisa is a certified mindset coach. She's also a chiropractor by background. She's an energy specialist and a breathwork facilitator. And using a combination of all of these amazing practices, she helps female business owners to get out of overwhelm and grow their businesses without sacrificing their free time or their well-being. Welcome, Lisa. Hi, Laura. It's great to see you. It is. It always is good because I know every time we chat, we have a brilliant time and it's almost as though we're current, we're constantly uncovering all these little gems and pearls of wisdom. And I know that the people that you work with, the clients that you serve, those female entrepreneurs who are just overwhelmed and feel like they're at risk of burnout because they are passionate about their businesses and they want to have it all. You've just got so many gems and pearls of wisdom for them. I'm delighted that you're here joining in the conversation today. So without any further ado, let me ask you, how did you start your business in this space, in the coaching space? What led you to do what you're doing now? That's kind of based on my own journey as a business owner, which, as you've mentioned, I started out as a chiropractor. I opened my first business in 2010. And at that time, I was really excited. I was like, I'm going to make all my own rules. I'm going to have the freedom, the flexibility. I'm going to earn more money. I'm going to take time off whenever I want and have all that kind of freedom that comes with being Mm -hmm your own boss and then what actually happened (laughs) was that I found I had more stress I had taken on a whole load of responsibility that I didn't really know I mean at university you're taught how to be a great chiropractor but you're not taught how to run a business Mm. and so when I started for myself I really just I didn't have any clue what I was doing in terms of running the business and so that meant I was working lots of hours taking on all that responsibility feeling like everything was on me and with the stress it really I got to the point where I was burnt out and that was because it was the way I was choosing to look at myself as well you know I was full of self-doubt at that time I used to describe myself as playing at clinic I never felt like I was a real business owner (laughs) a proper business owner I used to look at all the other people with their you know their nice practices and think I could never be like them And really, I just thought that at that time, if I had more time, more money and more patience, then everything would be okay. And I I took some business coaching, which was brilliant and really did help me turn around the way I was running the business. But even when I was at the point where I was earning more money, where I did have more time, where we had 
bought a bigger property and I could take nice holidays. I rebranded my business and everything. And then I remember it was really only about three weeks after I'd done the rebrand and moved into the new premises. I looked around and I saw the pictures of somebody else's practice online and I just looked at mine and thought, this is not good enough. And it was that point I just realised, like, I still feel the same. You know, even all this has changed, but I still feel the same. And I probably didn't still feel the same. It was just that new level. Mm-hmm. But it was the same old problems. It was the same mindset problems. It was the same not feeling good enough, the same comparison, the same kind of overwhelm, but at a different level. Mm-hmm. Because now I'd taken on a team and was doing all those different things. So I knew that there were things that needed to change within me. And that was what got me into my journey into mindset and personal development and really, that was what made an enormous difference. And so much so, and I loved doing the things so much. All the things I used to think I would never enjoy really <laughs> became part of what I, I actually wanted to do and what I wanted to help other women with. Because something I realized was I'm, I used to think I was just the only one that felt like that. And then I found out that I'm not. And there are a lot of great coaching, business coaching, what do I want to say, programs and things out there and people who are coaches for people that run businesses, but without that mindset and without that belief in yourself and as the identity of the business owner, that's the thing that makes a really big difference. And that's what I like to help people to create so that they are feeling good enough. They're feeling the self-belief and the confidence to actually go out and do the things to show up and promote their businesses in a way that feels good to them. And I know that so many people listening are going to really resonate with your story that really does mirror the experience that a lot of people have going into business, thinking that it's going to be one way, that you're going to have all this freedom and flexibility, and then maybe not. And then even when you're in a position to scale and grow and have freedom and flexibility, you find yourself doubting yourself with a mindset that isn't aligned to what it is that you want to achieve and still feeling like there's something missing. And I know the work you do is really powerful because it comes from a place of, I understand it, right? I've been in the trenches and I know exactly what it's like. What were the key things that you believe that you sort of shifted within yourself to change some of those things that were, I guess, holding you back internally from achieving what it was that you wanted to achieve? A lot of it was beliefs I was holding about myself. Yeah. That belief that I couldn't do it, that that success was just not for people like me, beliefs about money and things like that as well. That was a really big part of creating the shift. And it's interesting, isn't it? Because when we do think about how we ourselves can hold ourselves back so unwittingly, like we don't mean to do it by to ourselves, but it's like we're walking along the street, happy, happy, and it's like, oh, I better self-sabotage now or I better feel like an imposter. <laughs> it's time to compare myself to someone else. And it's so fascinating, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's just that kind of those behaviours that we fall into or I fell into unwittingly. Mm-hmm. And I guess one of the things, the beauties of mindset or getting into mindset work was that level of understanding about myself that I got from it when I realised that 5% of our mind is this conscious part and then the 95% subconscious, which is what's really driving how you show up in the world, 
it's 95% of the brain activity. And when you can create change at that level, then you actually start showing up differently. And I think one of the things I had big fears about was that I had to be something that I wasn't in order to be successful. Hmm. And actually, in some respects, I was already being something that I wasn't because I'd fallen into that fear and that self-doubt and those concerns about myself which are not really me, but they're, they're just beliefs that I'd taken on and things that had built up over life experience. And I was really, I was living at the effect of them. Getting into mindset work and realizing that you can actually create change in that was a very empowering thing and really allowed me to make massive differences in my business and the level of satisfaction I was getting from it. And I think one of the evolutions that I absolutely love in and witnessed within you during our time together on the Mindset Coach Certification Program was that you planned a wedding in a pandemic. And you planned this wedding. It's a fantastic story because you planned it and then we had all these things, venues cancelled, all of those kind of things, numbers reduced, and you really stood in your power in terms of this is what I want and you decided to wait 12 months, didn't you, to be able to have what it was that you desired. So tell us a little bit about how you made those decisions and actually stepping into that to say, actually, no, this is what I want. I deserve it and I'm going to have it. <laughs> well, it, it was hard having to wear yeah. that. Actually, it really was when you've got all the things planned and the shoes and the dress and all that. But really it was, I'd always had a vision of how I wanted that day to be for both of us mm. it's not just like yeah it's all about the bride you know <laughs> for the two of us and also it was important to me because of my mom's experience of her wedding she'd had a day that really was very small and not deserving of what her and my dad should have had really and yeah. so there were many things that were important to me about it and so it was yes how we'd chosen a venue that was where we'd actually had our second date so we did really want to go back there because that was probably where I'd made the decision that Kia was going to be a keeper. And so that, that was an important part of the, the day. And then also we were taking our friends to a festival the day after. Again, just a, it's a festival that we love and we really enjoy going to and, and always wanted to take friends and family to. And it was a perfect opportunity to do that. And then having mum there and having it be something that was really for her as well. Putting all that together, we couldn't have had it that way unless we'd waited, really. Mm -hmm. And so it was just a case of going, well, this is what's important to us, to our friends, to our family. And this is how I can see the day being. And I don't want to give up on that. Sometimes we do have to make decisions that mean that we don't get things straight away. And it is like it's almost the long game if you think about it really my entire relationship's been the long game because <laughs> 14 years now but again I'm so glad that we did get married when we did if we'd have compromised and everything we could have got married during COVID mm. but it would have felt like it was just for the sake of it it would have been so reduced with so few guests Actually, if we had got married that week, my mum got pinged on the NHS app and my niece got COVID. So really important family members wouldn't have mm. been there. Either. And so I guess it was just that inner knowing of this is how we want it to be. This is mm. what's important to us. This is what we value. And we're not willing to compromise on that. And I think that's a great parallel to the work that you do with your clients in terms of 
having that vision and stepping into the value, stepping into what's important and actually saying, I deserve it, I can have it. And yes, things may take a little time to evolve and to mould themselves to the way that I want them to be. I mean, no one expects a pandemic (laughs) or a Spanish Inquisition, but that that really is that evolution that sometimes so many of us can choose to settle for less, less than what we deserve, less than what we want, less than what we dream of. And, you know, your evidence that both through your the story you've told us about your wedding and through the work that you do with your clients that, you know, it is about really stepping into that identity, isn't it? And the energy of that goal and that vision that you have. The great thing was, even though it was only three weeks beforehand when we decided, no, we're not willing to compromise and we are Mm -hmm. going to postpone, I didn't think that we'd get all of the things that we had got planned and yet within the space of a day, every single person who we got who was going to be a venue, a supplier, or who was going to do something for the wedding could all do Mm. the dates in a year's time. So we got, it was the way we planned it. It really Mm. was everything we expected that we wanted it to be. It was just a year later than we originally planned. (laughs) Something happened a little bit earlier, didn't it, as well, because you were very fond of caravan holidays. Caravan. Caravan, that's it. Sorry, Carol. Oh, I beg your pardon. I've been corrected here, ladies and gentlemen. There is a difference in camper vanning circles. But, you know, again, you had this vision of camper vanning and, and you ended up getting the camper van of your dreams as well, didn't you? And being yeah. able to go away and had many happy times. Has your camper van got a name? Is that the dumb thing these days? Well, it's because it's a Toyota Alphard. It's got a not terribly imaginative name, which is Alfie, because it's (laughs) Alfie Alphard. (laughs) I mean, he is part of that kind of freedom lifestyle that I wanted when I created business as well, because now I plan not to do client work on Friday afternoons and my husband doesn't work on Friday afternoons. And so this is something where we can just get in and drive off on spec and go and, you know, do our camping thing, which we did this Friday just gone, actually. So again, it's been a part of that. I guess my original vision of what being a business owner was like is now coming into fruition, really. And absolutely full circle. And it's interesting because I think one of the things that you're a specialist in is this this energy work piece, this breath work, this beautiful combination. So can you tell us a little bit about what energy work is and and how that can really help clients and how it does help your clients? So, I mean, energy often, it's kind of something we think of as a thing that we have or don't have. Mm. And Really, it's not necessarily something that you just run out of at the end of the day and then it gets restored when you sleep. We are energy. We're we're made of energy. And energy work is anything that creates a shift within that subtle energy system in a way that actually supports your physical, mental and emotional well-being. And so if you think about within the universe all everything is made of energy it's all vibrating at different frequencies so you can get things from very high frequency visible light invisible light in the light spectrum and then we get sound waves and then energy gets compressed and compressed and compressed and becomes physical matter yeah and even in our bodies mm. we've got different tissues we've got different organs they've all got their own specific energetic frequencies 
And these are things that we can actually work with as well. Yes. And I think that you can tune into, that you can start to feel and that you can create shifts in. And that's really what energy work is. Mm. And there are lots of different ways of doing energy work. You know, I think uh, things like Reiki, there is acupuncture, but then also meditation and hypnosis fall under the banner because they change your brainwave frequency. Mm. So it is shifting your energetic state. And breath work is also a great way of doing energy work because consciously following your breath, bringing your attention onto that Mm. is something that helps you then shift energy or bring energy to certain areas where it's perhaps reduced. So that feeling like that I used to have that there's something missing and, you know, that can be because of an energetic imbalance as well. So your energy affects your mindset and your mindset affects your energy as well. They're kind of a, there's an interrelationship there. And your we do have an energy system. So in the same way that we've got a cardiovascular system, a respiratory system, a digestive system, your energy is actually organized into a system within your body. And that's something, again, that we can detect shifts in and create change in because when that energy is distorted, it can set us up for distorted patterns of thinking and behaving and ways of being. And it makes a really big difference when you can work with that. And it's just such an important part of our health and our well-being as well. Change actually happens in the energy system before it happens in your physical body. And there's been some really fascinating studies in the past that have proved that. And there was something that was done in the 1940s where they looked at the it was the energetic, the like the bioenergy field around women who had uterine cancer. And they all had the same break in their energy field. And there was the same study done on, so you could think then that the cancer's causing that break. But there was a similar study done on women in the general population. And a percentage of those women had that same shift in their energy field, but didn't have uterine cancer. And yet over the follow-up years of the study, 100% of those women actually developed uterine cancer. So the change was there in the energy system before it was in the physical. And that's why working with energy can be such a profound thing Mm -hmm. in our lives and in our well-being. And like I said, breathwork is an amazing way for actually shifting your energy. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. It helps us also and your clients to shift out unwanted emotions, limiting beliefs, all of those kind of things that happen at the subconscious and unconscious level. Yeah, and it's a great way to actually get you from that conscious, overthinking, analytical mind into your subconscious and to create change at that level as well. And for somebody like me, who's very analytical and can be an overthinker, I love meditation and things like that, don't get me wrong, but sometimes to actually get myself into that meditative state can be hard. Whereas using breath work, it's because it gives me a sensation and music Mm. and different things to concentrate on. It shuts that off much easier. 
and gets me to that place. So it's a great way, I think, for accelerating it and getting you to that that point where you can create change, where that conscious you that you think you are is out of the way. (laughs) And I think like bringing our attention, our awareness to our bodies, to the physicality of our body, to the physicality of our breath, and even some of the hypnotherapy scripts that we use that are about body awareness do the very Mm. same thing. And a lot of people out there listening will be people who are more analytical, who process information in a way that has them repeating questions or questioning things. And just to take that time and space and to center that energy and be aware of it and be aware of the breath is so incredibly powerful. And a lot of those techniques that we use, hypnotherapy, EFT or tapping, breath work, are all just directly allowing us to become more conscious of the unconscious patterns, the subconscious patterns that we keep repeating and to bring them to the surface so that we can acknowledge them and create those shifts and changes. So very, very powerful work. And one of the things I know, you have this amazing experience, guys. It's called The Room to Breathe. And we'll pop Lisa's contact details. We haven't finished talking yet, but we'll pop her (laughs) contact details down for you so that you can you can link in with her and experience that because I love the name of Room to Breathe because I think that's one thing that particularly as female business owners, we don't give ourselves enough opportunity to do. So, so talk to us a little bit about the intention behind that name and also what happens during those sessions just to just give us a little taste so I mean room to breathe really is that it's that kind of thing that when you're stressed and you're overwhelmed it's that kind of thing where you just go oh I just need some room to breathe so it's sort of born off the back of that overwhelm experience let's just say um and it's a hybrid of one-to-one coaching and group work and It's really for getting you back in tune with yourself, with your values, with what's right for you, with what it is that you really want. Because quite often when we run businesses, our day can be full of shoulds and comparing ourselves to what we think we've got to do, we should do, what other people are doing, what industry standard is and how we have to do things. Mm. And then that's working very out of alignment sometimes with who you are, with what your values are, with what's important to you. So Room to Breathe is about getting you back in tune with what it is that you actually really want so that you can plan for and then have the confidence and the self-belief to go out and do it because we're also going to work through fear and limiting belief and resistance behavior that gets in the way. So that's in the the kind of one-to-one side is the uncovering of that and the working through the, the limiting beliefs and the fears and the resistance. And then the group work side is the coming together to actually do the practices. So to do things like breathwork journeys, because I know for me and also for clients, one of the things that can be a challenge when you're doing a lot is actually setting yourself that time aside to do the the work, to be consistent Mm -hmm. with your mindset practices. So instead of having to go off and do that on your own, I created Room to Breathe to be also a group experience so that we can come together and create that consistency yeah. so that that Room to Breathe is there for you because it's it's kind of factored mm-hmm. into the program. So you get that one-to-one 
times where you can create your your kind of your breakthroughs and your aha moments and then to take that into a transformation and make it something that becomes a part of you is to have that consistent group work and to be doing those practices regularly. And it's so interesting, isn't it? And just that even that concept as well of community, which is having a community is one of the key fundamentals of having resilience and being able to weather the storm, the unexpected things that happen. And Lisa, you and I have got something very special that's coming up, a whole host of other amazing coaches certified mindset coaches are getting together and we've created an incredible experience and it's called the Mindset Success School. And the Mindset Success School actually brings together mindset work, mindset change with energy work, with a whole range of different uh, modalities and methodologies that we've learned both at the Mindset Coach Academy, like hypnotherapy and uh, a whole lot of unconscious and conscious programming work, as well as work from the disciplines of things like yoga, for example, and as you say, Lisa, from breath work and energy practice. So it's really exciting. It's an opportunity for people to get on the wait list for that. It is an incredible year-long journey with some amazing, amazing coaches and practitioners who are really going to guide you and help you together, as well as individually, create those shifts in your mindset that enable you to overcome any overwhelm, comparisonitis, imposter syndrome, to have you showing up and stepping into your full CEO identity, stepping into who you are and who you want to be. And I think, you know, what you said at the start of this call, Lisa, was that you have a vision for your business. You have this vision about freedom and flexibility and what you want to achieve. And so many people, unfortunately, settle for silver when they can really achieve gold. And that's what we want people to be able to do is to have a have a community of like-minded women who really do want to achieve their vision and make that a reality for themselves. I know that that you're excited and you're going to be doing a lot of work with energy and breath work and some values work. And going to be, you and I are going to be doing a few bits and bobs together. So it's great. It's such a really great team of people that's involved mm-hmm. with a, such a broad range of skill that's yeah. for that internal and external strategy and for really creating that business and that lifestyle that you want in a way that feels good and is actually aligned with who you are as well. It's not just somebody else's version of success. And I think I love that because we want to help people to really step into and identify what their version of success is, not what other people think it is, but what they think it is and what they what they know it is. And without making any apologies for that either, right? Yeah. And you are a real shining example of that. I use your wedding as an example because I think once you have a vision and a dream of what you want, right, whether that's in business or your life, and you're really committed to that, then it's amazing, isn't it, how things fall into place when you know who you are and you believe that those things are possible. When you think about your client and women particularly who are at that stage of feeling that level of overwhelm what piece of advice do you have I mean I know you've got lots of advice so it's hard to kind of (laughs) it's a bit mean for me to say what's one bit but what's one thing that you would that you would share a bit of advice that you'd share with our listeners 
Well, what I was actually going to share with this here, I was just thinking of, is a practice. Mm-hmm. I think it's really a great way when you're struggling to make decisions, when you're overwhelmed, when you're feeling stressed, What's of actually that? coming down out of your head and feeling the wisdom of your body. Sometimes we always hear that the answers are within and sometimes you can think, so how do I get to them? <laughs> uh, but your body holds a lot of wisdom and a lot of knowledge. And we can ask questions about this is how we can tune into our energy. So if you have a decision to make about something and you don't know whether it's a yes or a no, you can actually use this particular practice to feel into the answer. Mm. So The way I like to describe it is if you're just kind of sitting as you are at the moment and you can close your eyes, you don't have to. But if you just imagine yourself saying the word yes and just keep repeating yes, yes, yes. And you're really feeling into that word yes and everything's positive and it's a big yes. And just notice what happens in your body when you're feeling yes. So I know when I do this, as you're tuning in and you're feeling that word, yes, and feeling it again, and almost like you're standing in the middle of the stadium and everyone around you shouting, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, feel that in your body. And for me, that tends to feel like a rising sensation, quite often a little smile, just like coming across your face. <laughs> Now I get a little smile or a laugh, or and it's an expansive feeling and my chest feels open. Mm. And then if you were to just kind of stop that now and just kind of just give yourself a little wiggle and come back to now. And then if you do the opposite and you think the word no and just repeat the word no to yourself. And again, you're just feeling that no and feeling into your body and notice what no feels like. Mm. And just keep repeating the word no. And again, imagine yourself in the middle of that stadium and everyone around you shouting no. And how does no feel in your body? It's completely uh-huh. different, isn't it? It's an intervisceral yeah. feeling. I get that drop sometimes, yes. like a feeling of nausea. It tends to Heaviness. feel hard. Yeah. yeah. Nausea. Yeah. And, and like I retract as well, physically move backwards mm. on things as well. And so then when you, if you are struggling to make a decision about something and you feel into what yes and feel into what no feels like for you and then think about that decision and see what happens in your body. Yeah, and and it's fast. It'll usually come before you've even got to the end of that thought. It does the rise or the drop or the squeeze or the thing that go that helps realize. Oh, actually, this is you know what's right for me. This is my yes. This is my no. Mm. And you can practice with that. You can you can use it just generally on a daily basis just to feel into it. So you start getting used to it. So that, you know, come the time you want to make a really big decision, you haven't just used it for the first time then. But it's it's a really great way of actually learning to, to feel into your energy and to feel into what happens in your body and to start to trust that and as well. Trust it. And that's so key, isn't it? Trusting ourselves, trusting our our responses, trusting our intuition. I love it. That is such a beautiful practice. And it feels to me a little bit like that's the the physical body equivalent of the pendulum that we use in hypnosis, Mm. the yes-no response. And people, of course, are going to enjoy these practices and more in the Mindset Success School. That is so powerful. And, yeah, I hope everyone listening really tuned in and did that exercise as we were going through it because I'm sure that all of you had that very that very tangible difference in the response between the yes and the no. Absolutely incredible. Thank you, Lisa. It's been wonderful chatting with you and I'm so excited by what's coming up next. And please do check out all of Lisa's details. Lisa, where can people find you? We're going to pop the links below, but as I say, 
you wanted to share perhaps your your website where they can get you on Instagram? My website is lisaarcher.co.uk. I'm also at lisaarcher.co.uk on Instagram. And Makes it easy. I believe it's the same for Facebook as well. And if you head over on the my link in bio page at Instagram, then there's a few ways you can contact me and a couple of freebies on there. There's my overcoming overwhelm meditation that you can download for free. Also a quiz which can help with your finding out what's blocking you in business. Brilliant. And we'll pop the links to those two free things beneath this episode as well. And we're also going to put the link, of course, to the amazing Mindset Success School. You'll be able to jump on, join the waiting list and learn more about this incredible 12-month, year-long, wonderful experience that you can join us for. Join me thanking Lisa Archer. It's been lovely to chat to you as always. And I'm really excited by what's to come. Thank you, Laura. I am too. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.